Hello and welcome to UPL Insights, a digital media series from UPL, led by our teams changing the game for farmers across the African continent. My name is Florent Claire and we are recording a new series of episodes as part of UPL's participation in the World Cocoa Foundation annual partnership meeting. Today I'm joined by Marine Cara, Food Chain and Stewardship Manager for UPL's Africa team. Marine is based in UPL's Abidjan office and since 2012 has played a variety of roles across West Africa, working hand-in-hand with farmers and developing our training programs around good agricultural and phytosanitary practices. So what are good agricultural practices and where do they fit into the wider development picture for sustainable agriculture? That is what we will be exploring in this episode, looking at the way agricultural practices have changed in the last decade and how our training and coaching approach is helping improve lives and livelihoods of farmers in West Africa. But before we get into this discussion, we need to ask the question, why do smallholders in the developing world need this sort of support? It is true that when we think about coaching, it is usually because there is a development goal in mind, like improving productivity, professionalism or resilience. Yet it is also true that historically smallholders have been at the forefront of risk aversion and resilience across the African continent. On the one hand, aversion to risk means that smallholders are reluctant to invest in higher yielding inputs since this entails risk, according to UK aid. This can lead to a cycle of low investment, low yield and low profit, which ingrains a limitability to invest. On the other hand, the low risk also means low financial exposure in the event of a failed crop or unpredictable weather, meaning smallholders have according to the FAO, shown remarkable resilience to economic, environmental and social changes. But the changes are growing in number and severity as climate and economic stresses combine in food, produce, in food producing countries, especially in markets exporting cash crops like cocoa. Coaching is needed as a way to ensure farmers' resilience grows and adapt to these changes in a way that remains faithful to the established or traditional approaches that have been successful so far. So, Marine, thank you again for joining us on UPL Insights today. We're looking forward to learn more from you about the work that UPL is leading in training and coaching in West Africa. But first, I'd like to ask you about the relevance of training for a multinational company working in Africa. Why is it so important? So thank you very much, Florent. Uh, I think training is really consistent with our corporate uh, responsibility and our leading position in West and Central Africa because um, to start, we sell dangerous products if not used as recommended on labels and um, risk of contamination is much higher uh, in uh, West and Central uh, Africa countries than in developed countries because first knapsack sprayers are in the back of the applicators uh, 
and there is a low literacy rate uh, of farmers. So sensitization is uh, very important. Uh, this um, training uh, helps us to strengthen the link uh, with end users being close to farmers and their environment. And then um, we use this training to improve farmers' productivity and, and guarantee farmers' incomes. And uh, like, uh, with this uh, kind of um, program, we can introduce innovative technologies and train them to, to help them to understand and then to use these kind of new technologies. Very interesting, Marin. Thank you. We really understand uh, how important it is uh, to, for, for a company like UPL to, uh, to train uh, the farmers. And it's, it's even more critical as we're on the African continent, as you explained very well. Uh, can you tell us how and when was this um, training program uh, developed and uh, imported on the African continent? I'm talking about the stewardship uh, program. Thank you. So this program, uh, the Applique Bien concept, uh, started in uh, Arista, Brazil, more than 10 years ago now. With, uh, and then we started to import this program in uh, West and Central Africa, uh, first in Ivory Coast in 2012. And then uh, we have added uh, other more mobile units, one in Ghana, in Burkina Faso, in Côte d'Ivoire and Mali now. And uh, it's uh, really a success because um, farmers uh, tell us that it is very useful for them to understand and to have this sensitization because uh, there is a lack of information, a lack of uh, literacy, as I told you. So um, they are very um, uh, implicated and very um, interested in this kind of um, training we give them uh, for free. We go uh, to them in their uh, villages to train them for free. And uh, we see there is a, a real need. I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I was about to ask you, how, how do you do that in practice? Uh, because uh, there are so many uh, smallholder farmers uh, uh, in the countries, uh, not only in, in uh, Ivory Coast, but uh, also uh, in the other countries where you operate in, in West Africa. So uh, how do you organize yourself uh, to, to be on the field and to deliver this, this training? Okay, so we have a dedicated team with uh, four dedicated trainers in four countries and other uh, people of our teams, R&D teams, which are working to train also uh, people, technicians, farmers, uh, for small holders, but also, for example, for cotton companies and cocoa cooperatives also. And um, we have a different kind of material to train, like the mobile units, um, autonomous mobile units, so they can go to the remote villages um, and then we have a lot of uh, material to um, show movies, for example. Uh, this is a, a very interesting um, tool to, to give them the message. 
Uh, and these uh, movies are translated in local languages because we have uh, a lot of different local languages in this area and uh, people uh, does not uh, um, uh, speak uh, French or English. So we have to translate these movies to make them uh, understand the message. And um, these people, the, the dedicated team, uh, can go... Uh, uh on uh, all the territory to to come to train people uh, who need that wow yeah it must not be uh, an easy task uh, to do i guess uh i i, I guess the it, it was not always uh, very easy uh ha have you faced any uh, challenges uh to uh, to provide these uh, these training modules on the field yes it's not uh really easy. Uh, sometimes we have some difficulties, but uh, to, to access, for example, uh, the, the mo most remote villages, uh, the roads are not really practicable. Or, yes, uh, sometimes uh, uh, it's it's a little bit difficult. And um, also the fact that we have a lot of uh, local languages, we have to adapt, uh, but that is really interesting. Uh, for us to to then to success to to see that we have uh, uh, success in giving them the message and uh, that is uh, why we see that there is a, a, a real need and uh, we have to work a lot to to accomplish this uh, mission yeah. excellent yeah so uh Adaptation and uh, commitment to success are, are, are the key words I, I hear from you. Um, so what were the main uh, achievements of uh, Applique Bien uh, program? Uh, how many countries now do you cover and uh, how many uh, people are you able to train? So, for example, for last year, uh, we have trained more than, than uh, 14,000 people. Uh, in seven targeted countries and the West and Central Africa area. So it is more than uh, uh, 280 trainings done uh, with the three dedicated trainers and the other people of the teams uh, working uh, hand in hand. And um, we have covered more than uh, 14 crops um, with cotton and cocoa first. Okay, so your your key crops are, are, are cotton and, and cocoa. That's uh, that's very good to hear for our, our cocoa audience uh, in the in the WCF conference. And um, so, I know that um, looking at the success of this uh, stewardship program, which the first goal is to is to really uh, train the farmer on on the good and the safe use of of agrochemical products. Um, Arista and, uh, and, and then UPL has uh, decided to develop a, another training program called uh, AgroCoaching. Can you tell us a bit on, uh, on this AgroCoaching program and what's the difference with the Applique Bien? Okay, so this uh, other program called uh, AgroCoaching is a tailor-made uh, training that we have, we can adapt and develop um, following the need of the the customer uh, it can be uh, 
cooperatives, individuals, um, we adapt to the need and develop uh, the different topics they want to 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 have and to be trained on. And uh, we have different uh, kind of um, part of this training, including theory, practice. We can also make field demonstrations. Uh, we can um, make monitoring, evaluation. So a lot of things very useful to help uh, people to, to improve uh, their, their work uh, to have a, a, be a more professional agriculture. So um, these trainings are not uh, for free um, compared to Applique Bien because uh, it is more um, uh, training with a lot of different topics, not only generalities. Uh, we, we can um, make an entire program of training with a lot of different topics. And uh, we can also, through this program, uh, introduced uh, different innovative technologies um, like the ones we use uh, in the in the Pronitiva programs um, showing people what are biosolutions, how do we use them, what are the aim and um, to help farmers to adapt to the changing climate and to evolving food safety norms um, this kind of program is really, uh, really interesting for the future. Absolutely, sounds very exciting. So uh, it's it's actually this this agro coaching. If I if I uh, hear you well, is is a whole range of of services to uh, develop to provide the the right technical support uh, by by mobilizing. Uh, UPL uh, crop expertise uh, on the field uh, for the benefit of the farmers. So uh, it's very, very instructive. So thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Marine, for, for taking us through the, the work that you are leading with UPL on coaching and training farmers in West Africa. To find out more about UPL work uh, with training and with the cocoa and the forest initiative, you can click the link in the description of the video. And you can also subscribe to this channel to follow our full podcast series for the WCF partnership meeting and previous episodes. Thank you and see you on the next one.